Today's cocktail is named the Alpine Winter, and it was brought to us by the Four Seasons Resort in Whistler. Wow, I mean, how appropriate. Today, I'm sitting in my office in Minneapolis preparing for the Super Bowl. It is one degree. Um, whew, I, I don't know how anyone would want, why they would want to come to Minneapolis in this weather, um, regardless of how big a fan of football you are. But anyway, those of you joining us, stay warm. All right. And so the Alpine winter is one and one half ounces of Canadian whiskey, a half ounce of fresh lemon juice, one half ounce Canadian maple syrup. Oh my God, this is such a good cocktail. Two dashes of bitters, a cinnamon stick and an orange peel. The preparation is to shake and serve in a glass over ice and garnish with a cinnamon stick and a twist of orange peel. And as always, the recipe will be in the description or the comments. Now, today we are going to talk about the importance of knowing your USP. Now, your USP is your unique selling proposition. Marketing your law firm really needs to start with knowing your USP. Ask yourself, who is your ideal client? What's setting you apart from every other personal injury attorney in your city, for example? Why is your client going to choose you when he, she, it has so many other options available? Okay, this broadcast is intended to provide you with answers to all of these important questions that you need to know in order to successfully market your practice. Let's talk about who is your ideal client. Ask yourself, who do you want to impact? Who do you want to influence? Um, in my estate planning practice, for example, I, I want to impact parents of minor children. Because these parents of minor children, they want to experience peace of mind in knowing that their loved ones will be provided for in the event that something should happen to them. Now, did you just notice that emotional transformation there that I described when I was talking about my ideal clients? These people are parents of minor children, and they're going to be experiencing peace of mind in the event that something were to happen to them, okay? Now, this ideal client is something very different than um, the person who, I, well, let's, let's put it this way. If someone is going to call my office and they're going to say, can you do a simple will for me for $500? That person is not my ideal client, okay? Because I'm really trying to target in my practice affluent households. And by that, I mean households where there's a, um, a net income of $100,000 or more. And maybe that's one individual or maybe that's a couple. Um, but we're targeting affluent households, all right? Not people who are shopping on price alone. We're looking for affluent people who are shopping on knowledge and expertise, all right? So I want you to think about it from the standpoint of an outcome as opposed to a, a focus on desperation. And I know, I know, I've been there, <laughs> okay? Um, 
Unfortunately, I learned this the hard way because I was broke as a joke and I needed the money. So I would take in any prospect who came to me. And as we all know, the broke ones are always the biggest pain in the ass and they always need to get on a payment plan or, you know, they always need some kind of a discount. And these people are going to ring your phone nonstop and you can't wait to be done with them. So anyway, these are not the kind of clients you want. These are not your ideal clients. So in my case, I'm not going to say, hey, my ideal client is someone who doesn't have a will. That's not my ideal client. My ideal client is a parent of minor children who wants to have peace of mind in knowing that their loved ones will be provided for. That's my ideal client. You see the difference? Now, I want you to focus on three vital questions. First, what does your client really want? Second, why do they want it? And then third, does that show up in your marketing? What does your client want? Why is it that they want it? And is that the answer to that question? Is that showing up in your marketing? In other words, what keeps them up at night and how can you provide a solution to that stress? The outcome of your business development and your marketing efforts should be that you're attracting your ideal client, not just any client, your ideal client. Okay. And you know, when you've got your USP down, if you can answer this simple question, okay. When I ask you, what do you do for a living? You know, rather than giving the elevator response, rather than answering, I'm a bankruptcy attorney, you would answer with something like, um, I save people from financial hardship so they can eliminate stress and start over. Do you see the impact that's creating when I'm focusing on the emotional transformation? It's pretty significant. So the question, when you, when you get the question, what do you do for a living? I want you to be able to say, I help blank so they can experience blank. Ask yourself that. How does that apply in your practice? Who is it you help and what are they going to experience when they retain your services? Once you can answer that question, use it, okay? Is this experience, this emotional transformation showing up in your marketing? If not, I recommend going back to all your marketing materials and implementing the I help blank so they can experience blank response to the question, what do you do for a living? Why you? All right. What makes you different? When I ask my clients, my private clients, this question, they all give me answers that any lawyer could give. All right. So. I have to help them establish their unique selling proposition. I'm gonna give you a list of factors that you can use to establish yours. The first being price. And again, I don't recommend ever being the cheapest, but in my practice, for example, I use price as a unique selling proposition because rather than billing by the hour, I do all my services on a flat fee. So there's one example. Another example would be a guarantee. And I get a lot of grief from lawyers because clearly you can't guarantee your services. It's unethical. Um, but one example of a guarantee would be, I guarantee all of your telephone calls will be answered within 24 hours. Or one I've used is, if you sit down with me for a family wealth planning strategy session and you don't think it's worth your time, I will donate $200 to the charity of your choice. 
That's one I've used. No one's ever taken me up on that, by the way. So I think it's a pretty good one. <laughs> another another uh, factor you can use is authority. If your name's super lawyer, of course use that. But you may run into other super lawyers in your area of practice in your city. So I would recommend taking this further. Consider authoring a book. I've got a couple books out there that I use to establish authority in the area of estate planning. Service, okay, what type of service are you are you providing? Is it different than other services? For example, I offer something I refer to as um, kids protection planning, where I um, establish an, as part of an estate plan a package we put we put together a package so that children have designated guardians at both the temporary and also the um permanent uh, stages in the event that something were to happen to parents. And that's a service I offer that I don't think much of my, if any, my competition is offering. Um, and then of course there is process. Process could be another USP. And maybe that process could be, you never even have to leave your home. We, as your attorneys, we come to you. And then finally, the final USP factor could be the result, okay? And you should all be using this. The result focuses on the transformation that your client is going to um, experience when he or she retains you. So I want you to find your unique selling proposition so you can carve out a specific unique spot in the marketplace. Today's action item, my friends, is um, I want you to go to your marketing materials, your presentations, your website, all of it, and see if the message is connecting to your unique selling proposition. And if it doesn't, by all means, it's time to implement it. Make those changes, right? All right, counselor, that's going to wrap it up. Tell a friend, be sure to like and share this episode. And until next time, I'm Lisa Haster, and I'll see you at the bar.